committed to unleashing the power of data and interoperability to advance the future of health and care. Our next guest is helping lead the charge in connecting healthcare's fractured data systems. Maduri Sebastian, GM and Head of Data Management and Interop Solutions at Philips, joins us to discuss how she and her team utilize its integrated interoperability platform to transform data into actionable insights for better quality, care, and access. Join us to learn how Maduri and Philips are accelerating digital transformation for the healthcare industry to achieve life-changing health and data outcomes for billions of people across the world. Let's go. Welcome to Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli, where we highlight and speak with the innovators, the game changers, and the pioneers who are deeply passionate and relentless in solving the problems our world is facing today. This is your opportunity to connect with and learn from these leaders and to support them on their mission. Perhaps they will soon be hearing your story as well. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you on this journey with us. Maduri, thank you so much for taking the time today and welcome to our podcast. Hey, Mike, great to be here. Very excited about our conversation. Well, given your passion and dedication to accelerate digital transformation in healthcare, I'm looking forward to this very important conversation today. But before we dive in, a bit of housekeeping. While listening to any of our episodes, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast so you will automatically receive episode updates in your podcast player. Simply search Passionate Pioneers with Mike Maselli and Apple Podcasts Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And lastly, please visit the bottom of the episode notes to connect with me on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Clubhouse in order to further the conversations occurring on this podcast. All right, Madhuri, it's almost time for our community to learn how you and the Phillips team are connecting and unlocking data to enable insights for better care, quality, and access. But first, what's that one piece of advice that you would give to others who are passionate about reimagining the health of our world? So Mike, I think the secret to reimagining healthcare is in finding out what's hidden behind the data that we collect in healthcare. So the one piece of advice is look for ways to connect the data, turn the data into insights and the insights into action. Transformation in healthcare requires us to break the silos of the data and connect all of that information that exists in disparate systems. So let me give you an example. So if you have a smartwatch, it contains your sleep information, your movement, your heart rate, etc. Your annual checkup information is probably in your doctor's EMR record of systems. And say one year you happen to get a high blood sugar test result. If you could combine the information that's in your smartwatch and what's in the EMR, plus any information that your provider may have around how patients like you respond to different types of interventions, you can suddenly go from being reactive to much more proactive and take care of your health in now versus it getting worse a few years. So it's in around these examples are very simple, but all of this information exists. But what we're unable to do today is really connect everything into actionable insights. And that's the one piece of advice I have is how do we look for ways to connect the data to turn it into actionable insights? Well, I appreciate that. And I agree with you 100%. And I think also too, you know, there's a lot of technology out there to help enable that. It's also a mindset with our leadership in the healthcare industry to do that as well. And I know you and the team are helping lead there and really pushing forward this opportunity to do exactly that. The time is now, there's no better opportunity for us to lead that charge. And I know you and the team are at Phillips and I'm looking forward to covering all that and more after we get back from thanking our community champion sponsor. Located in Denver, Colorado's nationally ranked River North District, 
Catalyst is a healthcare innovation campus that brings together stakeholders from across the industry to accelerate innovation and drive real, lasting change our nation desperately needs. From established organizations to startups, from accelerators to advocacy organizations, and from medical schools to global companies, everyone at Catalyst works side-by-side to create, develop, refine, and bring to market cutting-edge innovations that will fundamentally transform healthcare as we know it. With industry leaders like Medical Group Management Association, Olive, Medical Solutions, UC Health, Cirrus MD, and many others calling Catalyst home, along with innovative pioneers visiting from across the nation, Catalyst continually fosters their foundational belief that collaboration and partnerships will move the healthcare industry forward. To virtually tour Catalyst and claim your space on campus or host an upcoming event, Visit CatalystHealthTech.com or visit the top of the episode notes and click on their link. All right, we are back with Matt Uri, Sebastian, GM and Head of Data Management and Interop Solutions at Philips. Thank you so much for joining today. We have a lot to cover. Appreciate how you teed us up on the front end of this episode. So let's talk about what you've been up to over the past number of years. You have been an industry healthcare leader, but let's first start. What made you choose healthcare in the first place? Actually, Mike, I did not choose healthcare first. When I finished university, I interviewed for a position at a consulting company. And, you know, I thought, you know, I would go the consulting route. But guess what? I didn't get selected. And I was quite devastated. That's when I saw an ad on the on a message board for an IT internship with an x-ray company. And, you know, I applied, I got the job, and a whole new world opened for me. That was 25 years ago. And I did not for once, you know, regret that move. And I've been so lucky to be in this industry for 25 years, focusing on healthcare informatics, working on cloud, AI, data to really contemporize healthcare informatics. And I'm lucky that I have the chance now to make a difference in the world, being part of the mission to improve the health of billions of people. That is a large mission, a big scale of impact, billions of people. Can you unpack that a bit more? Hard to imagine, right? In 2021, Philips products and solutions improved the lives of 1.7 billion people, including 167 million people in underserved communities. And that, you know, is a lot. And by being part of a company like Philips and being able to work on data and informatics is how, you know, I can contribute to that large scale impact. That is, yeah. When we talk about impacting at scale, that is exactly it. 1.7 billion people is a sizable share of the global population. So with that, what are some of the challenges associated with addressing the needs of so many patients? And what are the ways to make data flow more efficiently? And we talked a little bit about it on the front end, and not just in radiology, but also in cardiology. What are some of those ways that we help make that data flow. Digital transformation, Mike, is one of the greatest challenges facing healthcare. You know, and at the same time, it's interesting because it's also the answer to many of the challenges. You spoke about radiology. For example, did you know that three out of every 10 tests are reordered because the results can't be found? There is an enormous amount of healthcare data floating between care providers. You know, you've got images, diagnostic results, notes from patient visits and other documents. Three years from now, in 2025, 36% of the world's data volume will be generated by the healthcare industry alone, you know, greater than financial services or manufacturing. So the question is, you know, that we often get from our customers is, what do I do with this amount of data? You know, how do I go from the fragmented systems and technologies that exist to an integrated, interoperable digital platform that supports my standard of care and clinical transformation? 
So let me give you a few examples. You know, for example, you know, we worked with a mid-sized private hospital in Madrid and the chairman of the CT and MR department, also the cardiovascular radiologist, you know, they place the highest value in diagnostic quality. They find access to a full set of advanced imaging tools to ensure accurate and complete reporting when they're seeing patients. But accessing these tools are quite time consuming. And using our technology, this institution was able to save one to two minutes per patient. Now, if you aggregate that, that is a lot of time saved at the end of the day across every specialist in every department. Time that can be spent on enhancing the quality of the care with the patient instead of time spent chasing, finding the data or the information. So what we really have to do is look at all of these problems in a way that how can we give time back to the providers, the people at the end of the day that are taking care of the patient by making the data flow efficiently. So I'll give you another example. You know, we're working with Boston Medical Center in Boston in the United States in looking at how we can make their MR exams more efficient. So Philips has installed Protocol Manager as a tool to assess their MR exam consistency, establishing new protocols that were locked down to prevent the technologists from editing the new exam card. So far, the team in Boston have found that, you know, radiologists and technologists can really focus on taking care of the patient and use this sort of pre set protocols instead of interrupting their busy workflow and making sure that are helping them with getting the patient in and out for their designated exam time. Technologists looking to edit and add to the protocols. Very simple examples, but again, it kind of comes back to the fact that if we bring the data together, if we drive efficiency and give the care providers the right information at the right time, they were able to then take care of the patient in a better way rather than having the time spent around kind of, I would say, wading through all of this information that exists out there. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. Really setting the stage. That's great. But, you know, also it always seems easier. You know, you know I've been in this for a long time now. It always seems easier to connect systems and departments within, a, say, a single hospital. But when I think about interoperability, I also think of patient transfers to other hospitals, to other facilities in the region or beyond, either for a second opinion or specialized care. And one of the greatest pain points for these patients is having to do all those lengthy, costly, and sometimes painful exams all over again, rinse and repeat. We know these problems in healthcare are so pervasive and persistent. How can you rectify that? So Mike, we hear it all the time. When patients get transferred, they have to wait three to four weeks before a CD or DVD with their imaging data or test results gets sent to the other hospital. Sometimes the data gets lost. This is what I mentioned earlier. Three out of every 10 tests are reordered because results can be found. An enormous cost for payers as well as delays for the patient. This is so unnecessary. Connecting departments and connecting hospitals is in many ways the same. Our interoperability platform enables seamless access to the patient's data via a centralized index, allowing clinicians to share patient records between teams across regions and even the entire country in an easy, fast, secure way. We actually have connected regional hospitals in the UK, 13 in Cheshire and Merseyside, partnering with local HIEs covering over 2.5 million patients. In the Netherlands region, we have over 80 hospitals connected on a single platform with interoperability. We have also partnered in the U.S., for example, with a Kentucky Health Information Exchange to create the state's only operating clinical command center for telecritical care and operational optimization 
covering patients across the state of Kentucky. So these are some examples where, you know, we are doing this, we need to do this more, where we can really seamlessly connect a region or a country and be able to get the patient the information that they need, no matter where they go for their care. Unbelievable and and incredible specific examples there. Really appreciate painting that picture of some of those specific opportunities where you guys are really making a mark. But let's also talk a little bit more broadly. What are some other examples of how broader interoperability can help achieve better data outcomes as well? Great question, Mike. Now, when you start connecting the data, so I gave you examples within a hospital and then within sort of a region across multiple hospitals, right? But now when you start collecting that data, think about the fact that you know, you're suddenly now have access to turn tools like artificial intelligence on it, tools like analytics on it, and kind of really look at what's going on at the population level. So a great example of this kind of population-wide interoperability is our work with the Saskatchewan Health Authority. You know, what we did there in partnership with them and eHealth, we really built a data-driven insight system that will improve patient access to care. So we evaluate the patient population density and the geographic disparity in imaging facilities. Then we can help them hypothesize the most effective distribution of imaging modalities. This will help reduce the distance residents have to travel to access care, saving time, which is absolutely critical. This SHA partnership worked by collecting and analyzing radiology data via Performance Bridge, our analytics platform, along with our interoperability solutions. Data was then de-identified, aggregated, and analyzed from disparate sources across the province. And then through the platform, we were able to map out patient exam details, with distance travel, time traveled, volumes, et cetera. You know, this really provided the foundation for the strategic business case where for, for the institution on where to invest growth in what region that benefited most patients. And again, using technology to predict population movements since patient requirements have also changed given COVID and everything that is going around. So, so this gives you an example of how when the data is interoperable and when you're able to then start looking at it, you suddenly start moving from reactive to being able to be proactive and predictive and start planning out how you can deliver better care across your entire network. And this is exactly what our industry needs right now. Those are great examples. Really, really appreciate you painting that picture. And of course, we talked about it on the front end a bit, a little bit of cardiology. Let's go there now. Let's talk cardiology. As you know, number one killer worldwide is still heart disease and cardiovascular disease. So how are you and the team using interoperability and data management to advance these cardiology outcomes that we so desperately need? So true, Mike. In the U.S. alone, as you know, the total cost of cardiovascular disease is expected to reach $1.1 trillion in U.S. dollars in 2035. You know, providers who care for this population face numerous challenges, inadequate or non-existent models to optimize performance. You know, it's not as much of discrete data as we see maybe in radiology because of, you know, the way the data is stored between your echo and your MR or your CT, it's all in different modalities. And, you know, how do you then take that kind of information and start doing operational efficiency at sort of a macro level? So this is really a big gap. And overall, you know, I have to admit a very underserved area with data and interoperability solutions. So at Philips, Mike, we recognize this challenge. And this is exactly why we are partnering with Medaxium, the American College of Cardiology, 
to collaborate, to deliver timely and actionable information, along with guidance to align physicians, operations, and finance stakeholders. You know, the goal is really to drive significant performance improvements in integrated cardiovascular care in terms of the patient experience, the provider experience, clinical outcomes, and productivity. It is really three parties coming together, bringing very different strengths to the table that collectively get us better. You know, by that, what I mean is, you know, we will work together to create standardized metrics and KPIs, key performance indicators, to measure and compare operational performance across the cardiovascular service lines and in between institutions. It creates a streamlined approach to improving case documentation, including auto population of clinical registry data, which will then create new longitudinal data sets that can have the full patient's information. And then imagine once we have the full patient picture, you know, we started way back where we were talking about your smartwatch, your EMR, et cetera. But now if we have all of the cardiovascular patients, you know, echo information, MR modality information, their biomarkers, et cetera, we start having a single view of the patient. Now you aggregate that across multiple patients, across a population, you apply AI, artificial intelligence on it, then you can start becoming much more intelligent around not only how you treat patients, what kind of care you give them, but also start looking for how you become efficient and how do you really measure operational improvements across the service line. This is a huge underserved area, and we're very excited to be working with our partners, Medaxium and the ACC, to start tackling this problem. I absolutely love this example because I love that you painted the picture of three organizations, three industry-leading partners coming together to answer the call. I've actually been fortunate over the years to work with some of the senior leadership at the ACC, a wonderful, wonderful organization. That is exactly, you know, the example that you just painted where we need to continue to go as industry leaders and as the industry writ large. If we want to truly move this healthcare industry forward, it is going to be because of collaboration, because of partnerships and us working together within this ecosystem of doers, of change makers. You painted an absolute brilliant picture. So thank you for that. And speaking of working together, speaking of community and ecosystem and, and working with one another, we have an amazing community of thought leaders, of industry pioneers rallied around this podcast on the weekly. So of course, we want to get them involved with you and your efforts at Phillips. What's one problem, need, or question that you and the team have that our community can be helping you with? My interoperability, right? It's what we do, what I do, what I'm passionate about. So if you're listening and if you're a patient, be curious about your data. Understand how your data can be used to connect the dots together to give you better care. If you are building a product or a solution or you are a policymaker in this position of being able to influence, you know, look for ways how we can connect data and systems and really kind of break the silos of inefficiency that exist in healthcare to be able to have an aggregated view of the patient, aggregated view of the population, to eliminate the inefficiencies that exist in care and really turn data into insights so that the insights can be turned into action. Absolutely. A great call for our community. And at the end of the day, this industry touches every single one of us, not just people that work within the industry, but every single American and you mentioned as well on the front end, over a billion plus people that you guys are already directing, you know, directly impacting lives around the world. 
This is a call to action for every single one of us, whether it be us personally or our loved ones or our friends. This is a great call to action. And I appreciate you setting the stage there as well. But of course, in order for others to talk about that a little bit more and understand where they can be collaborating with you and the Phillips team, what are some contact points online for our community to get a hold of you and the team? Websites, social media handles, or otherwise. Find me on LinkedIn. You'll find my LinkedIn handle in the episode notes. Go to the Phillips website. We talk about all of our solutions there. And you know, you can reach out and really learn more by finding those connection points on the website and continue the dialogue, right? And this is a journey we're all on together. So reach out and really happy to engage on this thread. Well, appreciate that. And yes, all those contact points can be found in the episode notes. So in your favorite podcast player. Simply scroll down and click on through to get a hold of the team. As well, you can head over to our free global online community at passionatepioneers.com. There will be a post for this episode where you can also leave comments, feedback, suggestions, or otherwise, again, for our free global online community at passionatepioneers.com. Well, we're starting to wind it down here. I know we've covered a lot today. I know you and the team have a lot going and you guys have those sleeves rolled up and continuing to move our industry forward. But I have one more piece for you before we sign off. It's a fill in the blank. I'm a passionate pioneer because I'm a passionate pioneer because I believe in the role of data and interoperability to shape better healthcare outcomes for future generations. I love it. I love it. I love it. What a great way to round out this phenomenal episode. Maduri, thank you so much for joining us today, for sharing everything happening in your camp as we continue to work together to move this healthcare industry forward. For now, thank you so much for joining us. It has been an absolute honor. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mike. Very excited to have this opportunity and look forward to connecting more. Thank you for joining us today on Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. We'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast so we can continue to improve this community and to further support the pioneers being featured. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends and colleagues to join us. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you back with us during our next episode.